Welcome to the My Rules of Better podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. I recorded a podcast last night, which was associated with my early reading in Napoleonic history. In the past couple of weeks, thanks to a gift from my wife, which is currently held up in Chicago for some unknown reason, I have been reading quite heavily in Napoleonic history. And actually, my wife is finding it quite fun how quickly I can change ranks and move in a different direction with regards to obsessive historical reading. But I recorded a podcast last night that lamented the work of uh, Bernard Cornwall and the Sharp books, because they, I think, have completely polluted the English written history associated with the Napoleonic period. And I had quite a reasoned and structured argument around that. And then I thought this is too much of a kind of digressive rant. What I'm doing instead is translating French source material. I think part of this is associated with the nature of the Napoleonic Wars as being ideologically driven wars. And I was talking with my wife in particular about how even towards the end, I mean, you know, Waterloo and what led up to Waterloo, particularly after the, the Russian campaign, Napoleon was relying on 16-year-old boys, basically. His old army was long since gone. Even the, you know, generals and higher-ranking folk had been killed off or frozen or, you know, it was really a very curious thing that he was able to create still a powerful standing army with regards to these young kids that he was able to recruit. And I think it's interesting, the parallels between, obviously, Napoleon and the Third Reich are too many and too laboured, perhaps, to discuss in this particular recording. But I think the notion of young people who are ideologically empowered and how that translates into warfare is something which I think is missing from a lot of these rule systems. And it's really the only way that you can explain this history to an external observer. I mean, at least it's the way I find it easy to explain it to my wife. So this has moved my thinking. I mean, I have talked about this historically in this podcast, but this has moved my thinking to a different perspective with regards to these kind of wargaming rules. So what is going on with regards to me currently? Well, it is true I've not put out podcasts recently. The main reason for that is that my primary engine, my primary podcast engine, Model Rail Radio, is now recording on a weekly basis, which means I need to put out podcasts on a weekly basis, long podcasts. We're talking podcasts that are one and a half, two and a half hours long. So this has taken all my free time. And I'm also working, even though I'm working from home, and I'm not an emergency response worker or one of these other poor folk or, you know, folks who are in stores basically having to keep them open. But I am working more hours than I normally would work. And the nature of the work that I'm doing is relatively different to the work that I used to do. So I have this strange phenomena where actually actively speaking and engaging with folks and these kind of things, because it's not part of my day-to-day -day anymore, aside from remote, very specialist interactions... It's harder for me to actually record podcasts. It's harder for me to think coherently in a podcasting form. And my hope is that when this thing eases, I'll go back into, you know, normal socialization and normal communication. It will become a bit easier to do these things again. But I am finding it very difficult to find spaces, times and topics to put into my rules of better currently. The nature of the computer simulation side of things I could talk about a little bit. The lead pile is interesting. I'll digress a little here. I found through the lockdown that I can actually send stuff to the UK. And in this process also, I've, I purchased two armies 
in the past two and a half years. One was an undead army that I purchased about two and a half years ago when we were doing the electrical work on the house, which is pretty traumatic. And then more recently, about two, three months ago, I purchased an army from the same person, it turns out, a chaos army. Both of these armies are kind of classified as old hammer armies. Anyway, it, it's surprising that I didn't actually befriend this fellow, particularly after the second army purchase. But I was looking at one of the old hammer, you know, communities on Facebook, and he noted that he was doing commission work. And I thought, well, this is, this is ridiculous. I should get in contact with this guy. And in particular, a portion of the lead pile, about a third of it, relates to quote unquote old hammer, which is both 40k and fantasy. So I've been able to send him four pounds, 10 ounces worth of lead. I have another probably similar two packages worth like that. And I'm able to send them out to him just on my stoop. The post office will pick it up. And using all this amazing tracking stuff, I can track it moving just as slowly as Plutnik's medals are moving towards me. But this has changed the lead pile quite a bit. And it's meant that what was scheduled to be done in a kind of next year time frame will hopefully be done a little bit sooner. I've also thought about taking the Just Plain Chaos rules out of the Just Plain Chaos setting and using them specifically in a World War I setting and also with regards to the Chechen game that I've talked about. Because these are the three groups of models where I have a good number of opposing sides, interesting weapons, interesting different dynamics. So if I was to move to video, which is still the hope, then having these three different you know, opposing forces works out quite well. I find it very curious that I don't have a Second World War collection. The Second World War collection is actually what has been out for the past 18 months to two years, and now in part, hopefully, is being finished up in, in Virginia or North Carolina. Virginia? Virginia, I think. So, yeah, after all this lead purchasing, and a good number of the lead pile that I still have here that I'm going to send off are Second World War figures. But yeah, I don't have any Second World War that is playable. I've got, I think, nine Waffen SS figures that a guy painted for me about two and a half years ago. And there were supposed, well, there were ten, but one of them lost their head in transit, which just identified to me that the fellow wasn't actually pinning their heads on. So he then went on to have appendicitis and <laughs> used it again. But yeah, he was part of this frontline painting collective, which I've thankfully well i'll narrate that when i actually fully extract myself but yeah i've extracted myself from in some regard one of the things that fascinates me about history is the rise of mythology and how history can become to be defined by mythology and i think the first world war is a good example of that where a large portion of it is just defined by mythology and it's a very curious mythology but one that i think is worth exploring so my hope is more writing Clearly podcasts, mainly of model rail, unfortunately. But, you know, so many other things coming through this period. And, yeah, hopefully we will return to some degree of normalcy sometime in the you know medium term. The lack of international travel I'm really lamenting. I think this is something that enabled me to kind of cognitively survive for many years. And you remove that, or even the hope of that, and things change very dramatically. In any case... So in the near term, maybe some videos. My podcasting room is currently almost ready. I mean, it basically the table, particularly through the pack up of sending these miniatures through to Hull, all the space is there. I'm growing 
basil, chilies, half a dozen things in the podcasting room. And I'm progressively moving more and more of that outdoors. So as more of the gardening moves out of the podcasting room, it becomes a slightly better space for doing you know, video reports and these kind of things. But I'm also, through the Napoleonics, viewing vastly more YouTube and getting a sense of the Napoleonic Wargaming YouTube community, which is distinctly different than any group I've... I mean, I guess I've there have been some overlaps with some of the stations or channels that I've watched. But yeah, it's interesting to get a sense of these folk, predominantly in the UK, who are spending so much time with regards to these figures. And the rule systems, very similar to the modern rule systems, not really a huge fan of. So I do understand the need for, you know, platoon-level skirmish interactions and these kind of things, but I don't know. The rule systems just strike me as a little bit cumbersome. So more no doubt on that sometime in the near future. Tom Barbele in San Jose, signing out.